I'm tearing up. <laughs> it's just about hate. screamed right now, but I'm not even there. <laughs> now that's inspirational, Natalie. <laughs> I feel inspired today. Part two I, of I, this. Can, I could be here for another hour. <laughs> no. I always go, he winds up homeless on the street. It's my fault. <laughs> I don't know what got into my head, but I thought, I thought this thought, you know, if I'm working year-round, I might as well get paid year-round. <laughs> Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education and Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and subscribe today. Now, it's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Angela, welcome on back. We're here for our podcast here. This is our last uh, podcast that we are doing here in uh, 2022. It's kind of cool. Uh, we're uh, finishing up our, our days here at Idaho State University and getting ready to go into our Christmas break. Are you doing? Are, are you doing okay? Are you excited about this? I'm really excited about having Brittany on. I've known a few people who've gone through the program we're about to talk to. I think it's really exciting. Uh, this uh, podcast should come out while we're filming it in uh, 2022. It will come out in 2023. So it's, I guess, our version of a time machine. Um, but I'm very <laughs> excited and welcome, Brittany. Yeah, that that's awesome. And so welcome to our audience to Sweet Talk. Last one uh, in December of 2022 we're here with uh Brittany Gwynn she's uh, one of our our great instructors in uh in the veterans to nursing program and we're going to do a kind of a catch-up with her we've spoken to her previously uh once before and it's been a while we thought maybe this would be a great time as we close things out here also to see how that program's going welcome Brittany it's good to see you again how are you doing hi I'm doing well thank you again for inviting me to come onto the show I Excellent. really enjoyed myself last time, so I was really excited <laughs> when you guys reached out and asked me to join. So yeah, that's awesome. And and for those who don't know, I forgot to say um, the Veterans to Nursing program is part of the Health Occupations uh, uh, programs offerings, and they are in the College of Technology here at Idaho State University. So welcome back, and uh, and Brittany, maybe maybe an easy thing to do to kind of get into this is to ask you if you would just give everybody a recap of your experience, your background, and then we can start talking about the program. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a veteran myself. I joined the Navy at a tender age of 17. So I ran off as fast as I could. And back in those days, you know, corpsman was a hot commodity. So for folks who do not know what a corpsman is, it is the medical personnel for the Marine Corps and for the Navy. So um, that's what I did. Um, I worked in a lot of places in the naval hospitals, but I primarily focused on uh, being certified in field medicine, which is an 8404, and then a psych tech, which is an 8485. So with that, um, I was stationed mostly on the East Coast. I worked at labor and delivery and pediatrics. Then uh, I was deployed to Guantanamo Bay and I did detention care. And then I, uh, was in Washington where I did a lot of mental health. And then I was deployed to Afghanistan where I worked in the Rule 3 Combat Hospital and did some outside the wire missions and then stayed mostly inside working with traumas and mental health. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, yeah, so that was quite the experience. Um, yeah. When I got out of the Navy, um, I started having a family. I went to school. I started going in to the traditional route for nursing 
And not that it's a bad route at all. It's an excellent program, but it just didn't work very well for me because I had a family and had a lot of experience, but it wasn't well recognized because it's not well understood what a mm -hmm. Corman is. Mm -hmm. And for folks who don't know, I still encourage them to Google it. Um, Corman are kind of a big deal. So, um, so it was kind of hard and I struggled a little bit with the transition from military. I was in for six years um, into a civilian role. And then Todd Johnson, who is the director of the uh, Veteran Support Center, actually reached out to me and told me that there was a program specifically for corpsmen and medics to get their LPN, which is a licensed practical nurse. Um, and so I was actually in the very first pilot uh, oh. to see how if it worked out. And clearly it did, because now um, after I became a nurse, I worked in corrections, so in prisons and jails and things like that, and then also med surge. So I came back to be the instructor for the wow. So, so you, did you got your LPN through that program? Did Correct. you further your education in nursing through one of those programs as well? Oh yeah, that's kind of important for sure I did, yes. Um, so I did move on to the ADRN program through the College of Tech nursing programs. So the veteran to nurse is basically what's important to understand, especially in the eyes of the VA, is that the veterans to nurse is not um, a, a island entity. It is part of the nursing programs. We just offer this to the um, veterans to give them the credit where credit is due so that they don't have to redo things. Um, so it was a very nice segue for me to do veteran to nurse, get me L my LPN. And then I went through the ADRN program and then got my RN and then completed my bachelor's through the School of Nursing. So I did all this in a pretty short time. Wow. Wow. Well, it, it, that's, is that a normal career path that you would see for anybody trying to come in from the military to go that same way? Um, so for the folks who come to us, yes, that is pretty um, what we see typically. Um, our students will what we call pipeline through um, because we do encourage them to, to carry out their career as far as they want to go. A lot of them do want to become advanced practice nurses eventually. And so we do encourage them to do this route because we can help them achieve their RN in a quicker route. But also we, like I said, kind of cut out the areas that they already know. And so we're all about not wasting their time or their GI Bill or other benefits they may have gotten from the VA. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. You know, you, you touched on something that uh, maybe is important for anybody who's listening who might be a veteran considering the program. But uh, when when some of the veterans get out, you know, you're coming into a, a different culture, you're leaving a culture, you're coming back into a culture. And and there is a, a bit of a transition time in there. You said it took you around six years. Was that right? After you got out? So I was in the in the military for six years, you but I would six. say that it probably took around the same amount of time for me to kind of get used to being in the civilian role, mm -hmm. um, because it is, in a sense, losing your identity when you do leave the military, but especially when you are in um, roles in, in the military, such as being a medic or being a corpsman, that is a role of high responsibility and high respect. If, right. And so when you leave that, you feel like part of you is missing because mm -hmm. nobody really understands unless mm -hmm. you are in that same culture. It is a big transition. I, I struggled very, very hard. So part of my job 
as being the instructor for these students and veterans is to also help mentor them in a way to help transition um, and let them know that it's they're not the only ones that are having these feelings of doubt or feeling like they're lost or in some way because right. it is really it is really hard like you said it's a totally different culture the military is definitely a different culture so. <laughs> well you're, you're going into it you know you're making that same transition jumping from what you've known and then you're going into the military culture coming back especially after you've been in positions like, like you were talking about where you had so much responsibility you're, you're trying so many different things then you come out and now suddenly uh, you don't have that same level of acknowledgement of hey these were the things I, I know how to do already so I can see that uh, is that something and I may be going off off off, off the program here but is that something that you see uh, with a lot of the veterans that you deal with? Absolutely. I know um, ISU is a huge advocate for veteran support. I know a lot of faculty all through campus are huge supporters of our veteran students. However, it is still to, hard to understand um, where they're coming from if you haven't been there. And mm -hmm. that's okay. I mean, being on our side is just the biggest step. But um, yeah, a lot of times students don't feel like they're well understood um, and how they may cope with these changes, may be more off-putting to some people because they tend to be more reserved. Mm -hmm. Again, because they feel like an island or not, they feel like they are alone. And so, um, yeah, I do think that we, um, a lot of people don't quite understand how to approach a veteran who may be having difficulties with that transition. So right. we do have the veteran support advocacy um, that we had started. Uh, on campus, and we have reached out to in, involve some other faculty and staff members to be trained of how to interact with veterans who may be struggling emotionally or with their own new roles as a student. And so we have been working on that with the uh, Veteran Support Center. Right. So I have a question for you. Um, in your program, what is the percentage of instructors or uh, any sort of faculty mm that are veterans that students can relate to if they're coming from that military background? So I am the only veteran instructor for the um, for the nursing programs through College of Technology. Okay. Um, however, I have, uh, so my director, Jenny Brumfield, is a um, mental health nurse practitioner. She has worked with veterans quite a bit in her career as well. Um, so although she's always discloses, I am not a veteran. However, I am a, I am a huge supporter of veterans. And so she's always uh, willing to talk with our students if they are having any kind of like, I don't want to say mental health issues, but any, if they just want to talk. So right. um, we are very supportive in that regard. That's a nice thing. We have a bunch of nurses here. So they, <laughs> they do know how to identify if somebody is having some kind of struggle and knowing at least to come get me or they can talk to them or things like that. Right. Right. And J Jenny's cool. I mean, for those, for those of you who don't know her, she, she's just awesome. And, and so is Todd over in the vet services center. I mean, uh, it, it's a good cadre of people around here. Uh, you know, they're, they're fairly relaxed and approaching to, uh, in conversations. They, they're very, very helpful. So for anybody's thinking about this, Hey, Brittany, thank you for doing that and taking the lead on the program. That's awesome. Um, can I ask how many how many participants are you seeing coming into your program? It's a pretty small group of individuals because, you know, we have a very narrow 
um, population of students that we are looking for. Um, but right now I have five. I actually, well, I had four this semester. Now I have five because one of my students actually got deployed last cohort. Oh. So he's returning next semester. Okay. So, um, so we're excited to have him back and hear mm -hmm. his stories. So, um, but we usually have pretty small groups coming in. Um, mm -hmm. So, but that's usually nice too, because then we can have a more um, personal interaction with these students um, and, and spend more time, especially first semester. I have two, three, I have two students who have just recently gotten out of the military. So they are having some adjustments so mm -hmm. I can spend more time with them. And then I have one who just entered the military over the last summer. So he's brand oh. new. And so we do have different levels of experience. And so we can be more intimate in working with these students on their basic needs. Well, so if, if sorry, you have, oh, no, it's okay. I, where, if you have students who have just entered the military, mm -hmm. is this program for students who might be in the reserves mm -hmm. or students who have come back? Like what, what type of student are you looking for? That's a great question. I did not clarify that, so thank you. So I take veterans. Um, we do take uh, National Guard and Reserve as well. We do want to do active duty, but that one's kind of hard because uh, working with active duty is difficult because of the distance. It is nursing. You have to be here so we can see that you can take care of patients. So that part's a little challenging. Um, so that is something we have been trying to work on for a long time. Um, of how logistically we're going to do active duty. And yeah. so active duty means the individuals who are still in the military mm -hmm. right now. All right. It, 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 that's an interesting point too. I mean, if somebody isn't here, are they able to take any classes? Like are, are there online opportunities and then they can come in later on? Can that work? Yeah. So my program um, again, is because kind of, it is a branch from the traditional program, the traditional LPM program. So it is a hybrid. So my student, I do have students that are out in Boise or in Idaho Falls and things like that. And so for what we call the didactic, which is the class stuff where we teach them, um, they can be online for that. And we can be in person on Zoom and things like that. I've had some that still commute from like Blackfoot or Idaho Falls to be in class because they prefer that. And that is an option too. And then um, I do try to group times where they can come to our brand new simulation lab and our oh, yeah. skills lab which that place is cool i'm really geeked out over that um <laughs> now, now is this for all veterans or veterans specifically who were corpsmen or in the medical field um for 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 my program hmm. correct oh yes that is correct so it, it's all for any they have to be um a corpsman or medic or something equivalent to that. I've had students that have applied that were in the military 20 years ago and they had they were medical personnel. They just it was just called something differently, but they still were medical personnel. So I still take them. Um, as long as they have that that MOS, that job description of being a medical personnel. So unfortunately, but, yeah. people who have taken like combat first aid and they were like infantry um, marine. I cannot take them because they don't have the, our whole credits are based off of what's called the NCSBN analysis. And that is part of the board of, um, board of nursing. And they have actually looked at 
the training that's in Corman and medic training and compared it to an LPN program. And that's where those credits are coming from. Mm. So when people come through your program, what do, what do they get a certificate? Do they get a degree? What are they getting when they come through? So for an LPN, and this is for all LPN programs, it is an advanced uh, certificate. So it's not an associates or anything of that matter. However, you do take your board's exam to be a licensed practical nurse. Mm -hmm. um, so it's the same board's exam. We, uh, we prep our students for the same exact board's exam. Um, and they will still have the same duties as an LPM when they graduate and pass their boards. Awesome. Do you have some graduates already who are out there uh, practicing in the field? Are, are oh, you getting yeah. feedback I, from them? Yeah, actually, one of my students came to work with me at one of the facilities I was working at part time. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I, so I, that must be neat. Yeah. Yeah. It would like, be so, yeah, so nice to see how they grow throughout their career. Oh yeah, I put him through the ringer too when I worked with him. <laughs> I knew he could handle it. So, and then I left that facility, um, but he's still working there now. He's in the ADRN program, and um, I still have friends at that facility. And they tell me all the time that you did such a good job, and I'm like, I didn't. He's just a smart kid. I just abused him enough to get him through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a different term for mentorship right there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, is that traditionally? Yeah, Go ahead. No, that's fine. But yeah, he, yeah, he, he's like one of my great success stories because uh, I actually got to see him. I have a lot of students that have worked in other facilities all over, like in Boise and things like that. But yeah. So the program's so, growing. That's great. Yeah. I'm sorry, Angela, you had a question. No, it's okay. My question, I've got so many questions for, I just keep. <laughs> Is that traditionally the route a student would take was go through your program and get the um, LPN and then move toward the College of Technologies RN program? Yeah, that is pretty traditionally what we do see and what we highly encourage for our students um, if that is what they want. I make it very clear that I want to gauge on what their end game goal is. If they're content and happy with being an LPN, then I think that's wonderful. There's plenty of job opportunities, mm -hmm. especially in Idaho for LPNs, despite what some may say, they lie because LPNs are highly needed and highly skilled. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but most of my students are more interested on getting all the way up to bachelor's and master's. And so um, we definitely help them. Our advisor, uh, Jesse Kalfiat, she is wonderful on meeting with these students and saying, what do you want to do? And they say, I want my bachelor's. So like, great, here's the courses you need to take. And she weaves it in so perfectly so that we are not wasting, again, none of that GI Bill, none of that whatever other chapter, whatever's we're using from the VA, um, because we know how important and how uh, crucial it is to be prudent. So she does work very well to help them take the classes they need to take to get them to that goal. But traditionally, my students will go all the way through the ADRN program through the College of Technology. Very nice. And they very, typically very nice. will get their RN in less than four years. Wow. Good savings on time, good savings on money for them. And and, and the nursing field out there, the industry of nursing um, is, is still very, very big. We need a lot more nurses out there. Uh, I, this morning, I read a, a Department of Labor uh, uh, projection for you know the top needs here in southeastern Idaho. I'm sure it's it's everywhere else too. But 
health is is right near the top so nurses are one of the big if not the top item that we need more of out there so great field uh, tremendous uh, projected growth possibilities uh, and if you have any experience out there before uh, unless you're uh what'd you say unless you're a marine corps uh, field combat guy everybody <laughs> else everybody else who, who's got some health uh things you know this is a great opportunity for you to look at I did want to add real quick, though, for mm -hmm. my for the veterans, I have had veterans that were not medical personnel come to me, and they really wanted to be nurses. And so what I actually did for them, because for our, our traditional LPN program through College of Tech, you have to be a CNA. Um, so what I do with them is that we have CNA uh, courses through workforce training, and we hook them up there. And we're like, you get your CNA, you know, I want to say real quick, like to, you know, minimize it. That's not what I mean at all, but get that. And so that we can get you into the, to the right. LPN program, which it is competitive for the traditional LPN program, but with there's, they have so much life experience that really helps with them right. towards right. the application process. And so I do still advocate and work with them and try to help them get to that goal. Um, because I do feel that the College of Technology nursing programs is really great for these non-traditional students, which are veterans. Um, we understand most of our students in the traditional programs have jobs and families and all these other things. And so mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. one, it more gears towards understanding that we have to work with their life. Mm -hmm. And so we're all about giving them what they need to have them be successful nurses. Yeah, so cool. So cool. Yeah. Great, great that you do that too. I mean, everything about the College of Technology is a recognition of a lot of those types of students, you know, here in Sweet, we get a lot of those. And by the way, that CNA program, which is offered through Continuing Ed Workforce Training, uh, you know, I'm not sure if that's covered under the GI Bill, but there are other resources here in the state that'll pay for most of that as well that we can get you connected to. So great pathways. Hey, uh, we're getting close to the end, Brittany, and and it's always nice to be able to let uh, let our, our guests say if somebody wanted to reach out to you and, and or get more information, what would be the best way for them to do that? Do they call you a website, email? What would you prefer? Email would be the best way to reach me. I'm terrible about staying in my office to answer my phone. So I tend <laughs> to, I don't like sitting at a desk. I like to wander. So email is the best because I have it on my phone. So um, my, I don't know if you could put like a link for my email in, in the podcast, if you have podcast mm -hmm. notes, but I can just say my, my email is super easy. It's Brittany Gwynn at isu.edu. So it's B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y-G as in golf, U-I-N-N. Right. And um, yeah, but you could also go on to the ISU College of Technology um, nursing mm -hmm. programs website and then there's links to me as well and there's more information on all of our nursing programs if we and some of our um, army uh, medics do have their LPN already through some army programs nice they, they nice. know what I'm talking about if they are those people they still would be eligible to do our ADRN program with that if that is something they would like to do as well okay. so it's good to have all the information for our veteran to nurse branch of the traditional LPN program and the ADRM program. Right. So cool. So cool. And and for those of you might be thinking, she may be a Navy corpsman, but this is open to all branches, right? Whether Absolutely. you're Coast Guard, Air Force, Army, even Marines, if you're in the right area, uh, <laughs> all, all of you guys and ladies out there, you know, fantastic opportunity. 
Brittany, it's it's super uh, for you of taking the time here uh, out of a very busy day as we wind down here at the uh, at the university. But thank you so much for making the time to come on and talk with us again. Uh, it's very very enjoyable, uh, and and love catching up with you. Uh, wonderful wonderful references to uh, Todd Johnson and the Veterans Services Center, Jenny Broomfield. It's a great team over there. This is a fantastic program for those of you looking. And what's even better is uh, you have one of your own who's in it and helping lead it. So that's uh, that's a great uh, person to talk with and get more information uh, whenever, right? Um, hey, Angela, we ought to be wrapping this up. I, I don't know if you heard uh, the timer went off. We went through 20 minutes. I've still got three or four questions, but uh, I think we hit the brunt of it. Well, what do you think? I It was uh, such an educational opportunity for me as you side jumped in with a bunch of questions because I think it's such a wonderful program. So thank you, Brittany, yeah. for educating our listeners, including myself, um, about the Nurse to Vets program here at ISU. Yeah, oh, super you, job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Angela, do you care to wrap us up here like Paul normally does? By the way, in case anybody's wondering, Paul escaped. He decided to take a couple days of well-deserved vacation. So uh, Angela's uh, taken over that role as she can capably do, and, and Paul will join us next time. Angela, do you want to go ahead and close us out? Sure. I'd like to wish all of you guys a Merry Christmas, even ah. if you hear this after the new holiday. Thank you so much, Brittany. Uh, you've heard how you can get a hold of Brittany or the College of Tech about the um, nurse to or vet to nurse program. If you would mm -hmm. like to get a hold of us at SWEEP for any of our programs, including the CNA program that we can help you get funding with, we can be reached at CE Train. Um, at um, isu.edu. You can visit our website, cetrain.isu.edu, or you can reach us at 208-282-3372. Be safe, everyone. Yes, and Merry Christmas.